I remember when we first talked about doing a podcast, I was kind of like, well, where do we start? Then I reached out to a friend who had been doing it and he referred me to Anchor. So first thing I was like, it's free? And he was like, yeah, it's free. And then the second thing I realized that you don't have to have a recording studio. You can do the podcast from anywhere that you want. Uh, they have all kinds of creation tools and you can record, you can edit, and you can do it all from either your phone or your computer. But one of the best, best things for me was when it came to distribution. I was really worried about that, but Anchor actually distributes to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a bunch of other places, so it makes it super, super easy for you. Plus, you can make money. You don't have to have a minimum amount of listeners, and it's just kind of like having everything that you need for a podcast all in one place. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Half and Half Podcast. What's happening? What's up, buddy? Hey. Dude, this this is a weird one today, everybody. <laughs> a weird one. We yeah. had a bit of a we had a bit of a situation, right? Time is uh, we're on a time crunch. We got the holidays. And I unfortunately work holidays, and every period, right through my my work schedule, I, I have what we call our long change, and I work like six days in a row. That's, so that sucks. You know what it so, sounds like though? It sounds like you're you're at a beach, like there's a there's ocean waves behind you. Oh yeah, you can picture me like that in a speedo, <laughs> staring out at this. <laughs> uh, so I'm at work. I'm at work. I didn't get to finish that part. Oh, We're yeah, doing sorry. this while, while I'm at work, and Paul's cozy at home, using the electricity I'm producing right now. You're welcome. So, are you able to hear me all right? Yeah. Perfect. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean this is a a trial run. I was just I wasn't sure if this was actually gonna work, but I think it's gonna work. I think it is. I, I don't wanna do it too much because I can tell you right now, not that I'm not in the mood, but like it's very different not seeing you. Yeah. Not being face face to face, right? Right. I I, I like to I like to smell you, see your <laughs> smile. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel you on that. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's definitely different. But hey, we're gonna make it work. We gotta do what we gotta do. We got four people, four people who listen to us, and we cannot let them down. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Actually, and and so for anybody listening, uh, the reason why we wanted to do it is because we were like adamant about getting one episode in before Thanksgiving. Yeah, we're holiday people. You and I love holidays. And that's, yeah. So, um, I mean, are you going to actually have to be at work on Thanksgiving, though? Yeah, dude. I'm all week. Electricity does not sleep, my friend. Electricity doesn't know holidays. Yeah, I work Thanksgiving. I, th I thought you were really good at getting those days off. I'm good at getting Christmas off. Oh. I, I, util I utilize my seniority to bump everybody around for Christmas. That's, that's my month. December oh. is my month. Gotcha. So I'll be off most of December. That makes sense. Yeah, um, I love Christmas. So, um, uh, well, I mean, before we get into some of it, uh, what's what's new? I mean, I know we're limited on time. This might be a shorter episode, so I'm, but just yeah. kind of what's new? I feel like I haven't seen you in forever, even though it's only been a few days. 
I know. <laughs> Dude, honestly, like I said, I'm on my long change. I, I've been at work since Friday. And I'm going to be at work until Friday. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, well, I mean, there's been a few things. I mean, like, I know you, you've been watching, like, the M83 live stuff, which is kind, oh, of, kind of fun to share yeah. with you. Yeah, you turned me on to that concert, man. And first of all, you, you, <laughs> I was going to say, you just turned me on, period. <laughs> but this this concert in particular um, was it it really drove home, right? Because up until my experience and, and our last challenge, um, I had only heard the music, right? Like, like we planned to. I didn't... When it, comes to new, when it comes to new bands and videos, I don't really like watching the videos. And my friend Tony taught me this. I'd rather hear it first because the video just takes away from the experience of absorbing everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. So well, dur- during the whole process, I didn't watch a single video. Right. So then the challenge is over. I, lo- I now love this band. And you sent me that concert and whoa. That's so funny. Whoa. I mean, again, that goes back to why this is called Half and Half because I am the complete opposite. I know you are. I suck. I, I, I don't know. If I see a visual and I like the visual, it'll add to making me like what I'm listening to more than not hearing anything. I know. And for for clarification, every time I send you something like a Spotify link or like a Pandora link, you always hit me with, send me the video. <laughs> yeah. Send send me a YouTube video or a YouTube link. Right. Yeah. But, no, uh, it's, uh, it was quite the experience, man. I mean, it was, I think it was like 2018, the concert you sent me, and it felt like I was there today. Yeah. Like, um, I think that's, that's, that is a big part of their appeal to me. Like I told you when we spoke last time is that they're amazing musically and then seeing them live, um, just kind of, it just really, really, um, kind of brings everything together and makes them just, again, for me, one of my favorite bands of all time. Uh, I, I couldn't agree more. And then you and I are show people period and, and our, our, our personal music endeavors and, and every which way we just love a good show, right? Like right. that's just, that's our, what we've always been drawn to. And man, they put on an amazing show. Yeah. And then it's flawless. You know me. Yeah. Um, and it really was, man. It's like, it really was. When, when <laughs> you're performing live and everything's mic'd up and being recorded, that's like when you hear all of the mistakes yeah. and when you listen to them or watch them perform, it's like, Sometimes it's even a little bit better than the recording because they add extra stuff. Right, it's right. So and to crazy. me, it's, to me, it's more emotion. Right. Like when you're there, you're in the moment. You got the crowd. You got everybody going. Like, but to me, it just it just feels like there's just more emotion to a live show. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. So speaking of music, real quick, we we said uh, going forward, still trial, trial error, but or trial and error. But uh, if you want to do an episode of the corner. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I need to add a little. I need to find a little jingle for that. Yeah, but yeah, we got it. We got it. Okay, so we can just start it with "and welcome to the corner." Right? <laughs> and <then> like, <laughs> so again, just to recap, um, every podcast now I want to just you know bring shed some light on a, a few good bands that I I, I love and I think um, deserve more fans and I think you know people really should. Uh, wait, wait. I, I'm gonna stop you. I don't like the corner. We gotta name it something better than that. That sounds I don't know. The shack. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 
That's much better. All right, this is gonna, the shat. This is the shat. The shat. Welcome to it. <laughs> I like that. Dude, all right, now we gotta now we gotta talk about why that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? All right. Okay, well you, you start it. Well you do okay, how about do the shat first? <laughs> And then we'll talk about it. All right. And here we go. Episode number two of The Shats. So there's there's a band that, that uh, again, my a friend from work, my friend, my buddy Tony, turned me on to. Whatever. They're, <laughs> uh, they're, at first, I was very hesitant when he showed me. I was kind of like, eh. And then one day, I just dove head first, and they're one of my favorite bands right now. Now, the name is a little awkward. When I show people, I'm like, you have to get past the name, okay? Don't worry about the name and just start listening to the band. So, they're a band that goes by the name of Mannequin Pussy. (laughs) (laughs) I know. No wonder Tony found them. That's probably what he was was Googling. (laughs) Dude, so, aside from the name, they are nostalgia in a glass dude like they it's i mean the quintessential amazing part of the 90s that 90s flair that that beautiful if you if you all remember and you remember um the 90s had a lot of amazing female singers right it was very female dominant females were starting to just break the wave and just come out you know be your show crow stuff like that um, but more so like like the alternative scene like Belly and the Breeders and Lush and all, all these amazing female groups and again I keep saying it every episode female singers are my all time so female singer uh, fronted Ben um, again very 90s you have to hear it to understand what I'm talking about right as far as that, that 90s sound that they go for right. but li- literally I can tell you their entire catalog not one dud man i love every single song their best song to me though is a song called drunk two so if you're gonna get started on them start with drunk two that song is incredible but overall an amazing band i highly 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 recommend them and again mannequin pussy you know i want to listen just because of that name Uh, dude that's what turned me off at first i was like hell no i'm not gonna listen to that man are you crazy that sounds dumb you might as well, you might as well call yourself corn right <laughs> that's a good point yeah so you just talked about mannequin pussy on the chat <laughs> on the chat <laughs> all right so tell everybody so, what the chat is well so a long time ago when we were in uh, our band ashland we all just had like these crazy nicknames for each other mm-hmm. right yep and uh so miguel our singer at the time had this amazing we were driving to la and for whatever reason he decided to put two words together <laughs> and I, I don't know if it was like a small town or what it was but his name landed on Cochise stronghold right. and we all just started dying uh-huh. uh our buddy our buddy luke our guitar player at the time he was like a fucking like crazy genius mechanic guy man like he could remember we didn't make fun of him like if a motor if your car motor broke down he would look around and say give me a piece of gum and that twig right there and your motor would start yeah anyway long story short for for the the older crowd there used to be a tv show called macgyver and this guy would make a bomb out of an apple a piece of bubble gum and two rocks right like just crazy shit i'm exaggerating of course so we called him luke iver mcwagnon 
Wait, was it Luke Guyver? Mc... Yeah, that's Mc-Wagna. right. Wait, wait, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. His name was Luke Wagner, uh-huh. but we inco- we incorporated MacGyver, so yeah. we called him Luke Luke Guyver McWagner. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Uh, yours was you. have a lot of them. Yeah, I don't you're, even remember. You we used to call you Polly Bolly Applesauce. We used to call you uh, Pablo. Yep. Oh, what was the other? I think I think that was the main two. Right. 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 So anyway, you get to me. And for the longest time, and it still is, right? My nickname is D. For a lot of people who know me, it's that's what I basically go by. Except the people that truly know me and love me, they they're allowed to call me by my first name, but or my real name rather. Um, see, this one's this one's got a little bit of a backstory to it. How how I landed on it. So Luke used to work at a gas station, oh, yeah. and one day, and one day he was like, "Dude, I walked into the bathroom and there was this big there was this big old shit smear." on the toilet and i for whatever reason started fucking dying i never heard the word shit and smear together (laughs) shit smear so i was fucking just dying so i would always make him say it because the way he said it too anyway long story short somehow i ended up as d shat smear (laughs) that was that was that was my nickname d shat smear so paul paul short and it was like d shat and then it just became the shat Yep, uh, I'm fucking Shat because he doesn't like to call me, call me D, so it's Shat. I mean, even when we're, we're when we talk to each other, like, what are you doing? I'm Shatting, man. I'm Shatting. <laughs> you know what that reminds me of? Huh. There used to be this band that I still love. I'm sure you still love. They're called the After Midnight Project. You show oh, me. Oh yeah, that. of course. Yeah, mm-hmm. an, an amazing band. But there's this one part of the song. I forgot what song it was. I don't. I mean, I don't remember the name of the song. But he says. I'm chatting with a bottle of wine. And oh, for the yeah, longest yeah. time, you and I thought he said, I'm chatting with a bottle of wine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a good song, though. But yeah. Oh, oh yeah. my God. So there you, have, there you have it, the chat. Going forward, my episode or my segment is called The Chat. Yeah. So thank you for listening to The Chat. Until next time. And I need to make a jingle for The Chat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Doug. And like, <laughs> so real quick before we go into anything else dude yeah. look on the last podcast you told me you hyped up this whole limp biscuit thing oh man i knew this was coming fuck i forgot about it yeah yeah i did so what of it I, I i i went and i listened to the album yeah and i listened to it about three times and and i didn't go into it like we do a challenge but i took notes yeah I figured you did because you kept texting me. These weren't great text messages, and I got to be honest with you. When I mentioned that, I wasn't I wasn't aiming that towards you because I already knew. I already knew you weren't gonna like it. I know, but dude, wait real quick. Huh. When you hit when you hit me with la di da, what the fuck is that? First of all, <laughs> first of all, how you figured out how to spell la di da? You fucking dying. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the minute the minute I saw it, I knew exactly what song you're talking about, and I knew you were gonna hate that part. <laughs> <laughs> it was like okay, so for those of you listening, there's a song on the album called I think that's the Dad Vibes one. Yeah, and he yeah, yeah. does this background vocal where he's like la di da, and I'm like, yeah. okay, who was the producer that they were working with that actually? When when what's his name Fred Durst walked in and said I have an idea this is what I want to do who is the freaking producer that was like that's a great idea let's do that 
But you know what? It's like it's it's him. That's what Fred Durst oh, does, God. right? I I could see every person in that band just like rolling their eyes and walking out of the room. And but to see, this is what this is what I I love and I don't love about Limp Biscuit. More so, Limp Biscuit fans. I'm I'm willing to bet that anybody who fell into the Limp Biscuit wormhole landed up on them after Nookie and went straight forward. That's I'm, true. I'm I'm I'm, will, I'm willing to bet money. That there's not a lot of people really dove deep into three dollar bills. That album is fucking amazing, and it sounds like nothing that they've ever done. After that, they never went back to that album. And I mean, I will say that I remember when when we discovered Limp Bizkit, they were not all over MTV. No, they, they no, they nobody weren't. Nobody knew who the hell they were. I don't even know how we discovered or who discovered them. Actually, um, it was Ben. Ben oh. showed us Limp Bizkit. Oh. Interesting. <laughs> oh, oh, next topic. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into talking about that guy one day. Oh, my Benny. I love uh, Ben. Whatever. But, uh, yeah, you know. But, I mean, again, I don't love the band. I like that album only because of the nostalgia. At the time, right. yes, I liked it. Right. Um, but, anyways, let me get into this really quick. Yeah, yeah, All right. dude, I'm just gonna I'm, run through this because I, I'm glad. I'm glad you decided to challenge yourself. Yourself. I uh, challenged my shelf with my mushrooms. Your, your shelf with your mushrooms. <laughs> 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 All right, Barnacle. That song, dude. Uh-huh. What the hell? Who said that they can try to be Nirvana? They need to calm the fuck down. Dude, okay. listen to that song and it's like they were like hey let's write a song and try to sound like nirvana no you're limp biscuit you should sound nothing like nirvana and that's a total insult to nirvana which you know that i didn't like for the longest time but now i really like them but we'll get into that uh, uh you, time. you're just you're just trying to schmooze up to your new little boyfriend justin who <laughs> happens to be happens to be one of our brothers and best friends and i'm gonna smack him for a little while for trying to take you away from me <laughs> i just for those of you listening i used i always hated nirvana because nirvana came out at a time when pantera was what i was into and i think i've talked about it before where you know it was kind of like the technical guitar and then all of a sudden these guys come out with like this simplistic guitar and to me as a kid i was like it was insulting but now in hindsight i listen to nirvana i'm like this is some really good music writing but anyhow that song is a total Nirvana ripoff. It's like they were just trying to sound like Nirvana for whatever reason, and I hated it even more knowing that that's probably what they were going for. Yeah. I, I have to hear it again. I don't, I don't remember. To be honest, I mean, I, I was still on a high on that album when I told you about it. Yeah. So I probably heard it maybe twice, and I was working out at the same time. You know what? I'm not going to make excuses for myself. I liked it. I liked that. I know you And I'm, I'm sure when I go back to it, I'll, I'll like it again. I just I want you to go back with a purpose and be like, okay, now this is, I, I know what yeah. I was talking about. Yeah, of course. The thing is, is, look, I told you, and I totally put it out there. I said, compared to their sh- their past five albums, after three dollar bill or four albums, whatever it was, this was a breath of fresh air. I didn't say it was the world's greatest album. It's just it brought back the biscuit for me. I'm not gonna go buy it, right? Like you know me, I love CDs and whatnot. I'm not gonna go buy it, right? But I, I'm not gonna shit on it either. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, 
I it, I wouldn't be me if I didn't shit on it, so I have to. You shit on everything. <laughs> All right, <laughs> acoustic songs. No, they should not be doing acoustic songs. I'm sorry, like, uh, no, I'm not even gonna get but into you, that. You know what made me appreciate Fred Durst's singing voice? Okay, at first he couldn't sing. Right, he tried to. He was more of the rapper screamer guy, but you can tell he was trying to sing, and he was he was pretty good at it. But I read one time. He, they, I forgot what song they did, and he sounded great. An well, he, article. He took vocal lessons. <coughs> Are you going to talk about his vocal lessons that he got? Yeah, but who did he get them from? Yeah, from uh, Scott Weiland. Exactly. That's when Scott Weiland from Sun Temple Pilots. That's when I was like, oh, shit, that's fucking awesome. You went to an amazing guy. You know what I mean? So it made me appreciate his singing vocals just because of that. Okay. I was a huge Stone Temple Pilot, Pilot fan. I'll give, you, I'll give you that because. <coughs> but I, I still. To this day, can't even believe that Scott Weiland would even give him the time of day. But um, yeah, uh, he but was he, on drugs. Yeah, that's true. And Scott Weiland is an amazing vocalist. Oh, absolutely. Actually, you've heard his project with his son, right? Where he sounds just like him. Yes, it's, it's crazy. crazy. That's a Robert Trujillo's kid too, right? Yeah. 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 All right. All right. I'm just gonna read what I wrote. Quote, love the hate. I guess there's a song titled that uh, where he makes fun of himself to try to prove that, quote, the joke's on you because he doesn't give a fuck. Uh, it even sounds like uh, <laughs> it sounds like you and I going back and forth talking shit about them. Uh, <laughs> but the funny thing is, it, the way I see it is if he didn't care, why would he even like make a song about it? To me, it's kind of like... Um, like, he knows people hate on him, but, like, he tries to play it off like he doesn't care. But yet, by him just making a song about it, to me, like, says, like, you care. I like to call it the Eminem effect, right? So, if, for those people, for those hip-hop heads, I hope you're here. I love you. Um, Eight Mile was an amazing movie. An amazing movie. Right? But how, if, if anybody remembers, I don't know if you remember, how did he win the battle at the end? He dissed himself entirely, and Papa Doc had nothing to say because he already fucking did it. Yeah, but that's Eminem, though. No, I know. That's why I call it the effect, right? Yeah. Like, you know, before, I'm going to beat you all to the punch. I know what you're going to say. I'm 50 years old. I'm, you know, I'm still an idiot. I still rap like this. I still talk like this. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah, Eminem is just, he's amazing. But anyway. So, oh, dude. All right. you don't, do not get me started on the Kamikaze album because that's an entire podcast, like the full hour. That's what it's dedicated to. So we'll, we'll yeah. talk about that later. So, again, musically, you were right. There were some songs that kind of had that, their first album kind of vibe to it. Yeah. Again, yeah. I, like I had mentioned, I never thought the drummer was a good drummer. He's just, he fits the band. Uh, the bass player, he's, you know, you can tell he's a good bass player, but he, again, he fits the band. To me, the only really good musician in that band that I can speak highly about is Wes Borland. And, oh, absolutely. Um, and listening to, again, being a guitarist, listening to his guitar work in that album, um, some of it, just when I'm talking, when I say some of it, I mean just the heavy stuff that they did. Um, it was okay. It was okay. That's 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 as far as I'm going to go. Um, uh, I I still thought that that album was just as bad as anything they've put out after the first album. Real quick, have you heard? Okay, West Borland has been part of many projects, right. been big big dumb face and some other shit. But have you heard Blacklight Burns? No, I haven't. Dude, he sings on it. 
and he take because Big Dumb Face to me was like a pseudo Mr. Bungle-esque type Tool ripoff album, right? I, I don't even maybe not even Tool, but it was that weird album. But Black Light Burn was like a serious, like perfectly circle, nine inch nails type West Portland style album, like a real rock album. Wow. It was, dude, it's really good. His singing voice is really good. Really? Yeah. It's like? not like it's not like whoa, but I mean, he, for what he did for that album, compared to all his other shit in the biscuit, big dumb face, all of that crap, it it's a, it was a good album. It was de- it was decent. What I, what I like about West Borland, not only like uh, his ability to play, but every once in a while, and I'm sure you kind of maybe know what I'm talking about. I, you know, I've run into people in the music world who they seem a little off. They seem a little, they're just different than the rest of us. And one thing that I've learned is that those people, they they seem a little quirky, a little kind of weird. Those are usually the ones that are like those prodigies. Those like, they're just so good at what they do that they're a little weird. They're a little out there, but they're amazing musically. Like almost like they're probably on the spectrum somehow, you know, autistic Uh, some way. Dude, I can name three of our friends right now. Right three right that that are like that you know what i mean yeah which you shouldn't do right now because i just said autism and they're gonna be like what they think no (laughs) (laughs) no not that part i'm talking about just like that that quirky mad genius thing right yeah 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 yeah. totally totally. um and i sometimes envy those people because i'm like and you know what when we're done when we're done i'm gonna text you see if we have the same three people in mind yeah I, i i'm pretty sure we do I have two. I actually have three in mind as well. Um, But yeah, like sometimes I envy those people because I'm like, they're so, they're so good at what they do, and they probably don't even know it. No, I know they don't know it because they're not they're not doing shit with it as we speak. Right. Right. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean. That's a very good point. Yep. But um. But yeah. Anyways, West Borland kind of comes off as that kind of dude. You know. Yeah. Yeah. He's just a. He's a musical genius that happens to be in a really shitty band <laughs> well that shitty band has made him mad famous and that's a good rich, point. Yeah, so. all right good point. I, I would take it yeah shoot that's a good point all right what else what, what um i know there was a couple things we were going to get into but I, I would want to end this episode um not yet obviously but with um i want to give thanks to some of the things that i'm very thankful for um, oh absolutely um, absolutely yeah that they, in the spirit they, of thanksgiving yeah 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 so um we got to make sure that we do that before your boss comes in and, and tells you to get off the phone <laughs> no in, in case of uh, el paso loses electricity i'm sorry uh, well then uh, the, uh, this episode would go out anyways i'm doing it for the four of you <laughs> <laughs> No, the only thing I wanted to touch base, not touch base, but I mean, we've, we got some, uh, I'm not going to call it news, but we put together an amazing plan for the next, uh, our next musical endeavors, I'm going to say, because there's now two. Mm -hmm. So, um, we're resurrecting some old stuff. We're moving on with new stuff. We've, uh, we've made it a pact that you and I, our our schedules suck, but we are going to see this through because this is what we've been talking about for six years. Right. Right? Pretty so, excited about that. So let, let's talk a little bit about Tragic Landing. So yeah. for those of you listening, Tragic Landing was a project we started many years back. Um, 2016. Okay. 
And uh, we were writing some good material for that. Just really good material. Um, Things got a little bit hectic. I know, so just kind of from my point of view, when we started Tragic Landing, I was looking forward to doing a project where I could not just be on guitar. I could kind of be on guitar. I could be on keys. Uh, I could be on an electronic, like my machine pad. Um, I was kind of, I, I love experimenting, right? So it was kind of an excuse for me to like. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of a, a way for me to experiment outside of the bedroom. Um, oh, is that Tony in the back? No, he's not here. Right, right, no, I'm just kidding. Um, it was kind of an opportunity for me to experiment, and but I kind of got in over my head. I ended up writing. Um, the songs were great, but I, I felt like I, I was writing parts that would require me to have like eight arms to to perform live. And uh, yeah, it's, and that, that, to that real quick, because I know you love to tell everybody you write the songs. <laughs> that was that was the issue. Is that we were this was a collaborative band. We not what you wrote once full song. Which one? I, Which one did, I thought I didn't even know I wrote one. You wrote El Paso. Oh yeah. You and yeah. I. You okay? In Tragic Landing, we've both wrote one song, right? right? You wrote you wrote El Paso. I wrote two then four, but that one hasn't come out yet. Right. But everything everything else has been all collaborative. So yes, you were taking on way too much because you had guitar parts in mind, you had electronic in mind, and it's like that switching back and forth. But right. it sounded so good though. Yeah, it was was coming out amazing. I just, I I, I tend to, I like to go back and forth, you know? (laughs) Yeah, you do, man. I tell you what. I tell you what. (laughs) Yeah. Um, No, yeah, I mean, we wrote some amazing stuff, but then, I don't know, it just, we kind of let it get away from us. Um, Actually, we didn't. Schedules started becoming a a big problem. Well, that's what I mean. And then uh, I started getting... Uh, musically frustrated because I was spreading myself too thin. Um, but every time I go back and I listen to those songs, um, I'm just blown away by by what we did. And that's and that's rare because usually when I go back and listen to songs I've done, um, I I kind of cringe. But when I listen to these, I get really excited and I'm like, why did we ever stop? So that's why I'm really excited that we're bringing it back. Well, you get excited because we we all wrote, right? I notice when you do your own, like when you write by yourselves, right? You get tired of it, but when it's like, you know, like Ashling was a collaborative effort, right? Other than you know, you wrote a couple of songs, three, four songs. Yeah. Um, Tragic Landing was all um, collaborative effort, minus the one I wrote, minus the one you wrote. But see, Texas Cutthroat, you are guitar player bass player you probably well we have a drummer now right so it's like you get tired of it because it's just, it's just you you know what i mean right you don't like to wait for nobody you know what i mean yeah that's true <laughs> that's true and then but one of the most important things about tragic landing is that we actually captured something again that we had i hadn't experienced since ashling the early days of ashling i should say yeah which is having band members that we can sit in a room with and just like jam and create, oh, yeah. create together. Um, yes. which is to me, half of the fun, like, you know, Eric. So our drummer, Eric is like one of the very few drummers 
that I can, I have that, uh, where I can just be there on guitar, on keys or whatever for hours and hours and hours. And we can just like come up with like 10 freaking songs. That's how all of our songs happen. It's just us, just four dudes bouncing off each other. (laughs) Exactly. My favorite way of being in a band, right? Like that's, yeah. You know what I mean? And I mean, the only kind of part that bums me out is that, you know, Justin's going to be doing guitar, but he's going to be doing it from afar. Uh, right. But we have a we have a plan. Our, our plan is pretty solid when it comes to Justin, right? Like it works. We, we know it works. So when it comes time to play, we will, we will make, we will figure out how he will be here to play live shows. Right. So it's, it's, you know, the internet has blessed us madly 20 years ago. This would not have been possible. You know what I mean? Right. So it, uh, I, I have full hope that I know it's gonna. It's not even hope. I know it's it's done. It's a it's a wrap. I'm glad he's our fifth member. I agree. And um, to kind of get people acclimated or to be able to listen to what we're doing, because we never actually released any of these songs. We put little things out there here and there, but we never really released no. it. We never have it had it distributed. None of that. Nothing. So if you Never go to our it. right, so if you go to our YouTube channel, I'm gonna start um, releasing some of the past stuff that we did, just so people can hear it and um, kind of be caught all caught up when new stuff comes out. Because we might hold on to one or two songs. That was the plan. We wrote some bangers that didn't see the light of day, and I'm hoping to keep at least two of them. Right. Yeah. And then push on. We already we already have a. We call it a new song, but we wrote it at two then four. I think we put it all together a few years ago. It's been a couple of years. So it's it's old to us, but new to anybody else because it's only literally the four of us have heard this. Five of us because even Justin's heard it. Right. And so, correct me if I'm wrong, was that the last song that we wrote? Very last song. Okay. So that makes sense that we pick up where we left off. Yeah, but that song is just, and I'm not tooting my own horn. Hey, look, I just quoted you. Um, <laughs> it's a great song. I'm not saying just because I wrote it. It's a great song. Actually, what actually what makes that song point blank for me is Adam and Eric. Mm-hmm. So Adam, Adam for Adam. everybody, kn- so everybody knows Adam is our uh, singer. Our singer, yeah, yeah. It's a great tune. So hopefully we'll get that that out, and then we're gonna start. We have practice not this Saturday, but the following Saturday. So everything's it's uh, wheels are in motion. Texas Cutthroat wheels are in motion. It's going to be awesome, and I'm not not going to let this go, Alan. No, I know. So, I agree. I agree. I, I don't. So I, I don't want to. I mean, um, I to me, writing music, playing music, all that stuff is all about having fun. And if I'm not having fun doing it, you know that that's when I I cut it. You know. So everybody, everybody who plays guitar that's listening, we may need a guitar player sometime soon. So <laughs> keep your. <laughs> no, you know what? I always had fun uh, writing and doing everything in Tragic Landing. I just I was in over my own head, and I made it not fun for myself. Um, yeah, yeah. Just because I'm a perfectionist, and if I can, if I'm recording songs that as I'm listening to them, I'm like, dude, I cannot make this sound exactly the same live then it frustrates me and i don't like that but at the same time when i'm recording a song i want the song to have everything that it needs um you know i'm not a i know there's a lot of bands out there that do like 
backing tracks and they do all but i don't know like I, to me i would rather have 10 band members on stage performing everything than to resort to like a backing track even though i know that's something that everybody does now oh, i agree with you i agree i think uh i think i'm not gonna say where we went wrong in that in tragic landing was for the first time we went in with a plan right we we never did that we i me i don't like plans i don't like to say I want, well, okay, other than Texas Cut, though, because that's a clear-cut route to what we need to do. But in any other musical project, I've never said, hey, let's start a, a metal band. Hey, let's start... No, it's just get together, and what comes out is going to come out, as long as it sounds great. But this time, we said, dude, we're going to do electronics, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, and it kind of like... You know what I mean? I yeah. think that's that's that may have what happened. So let me ask you a question. Yeah. You know, a lot of people, whether they're musicians or not, might listen to this and be like, why? So if somebody said to you, if somebody said to you, Adrian, why you've been doing music for almost 30 years, excuse you. Why? (laughs) Hey, Hey, I can say that. I I started music when I was nine. So, um, yeah. Okay. But if somebody were to say that to you, why, what would be your response? Why? What? Why? Why? Why are you doing music? Why? Like, why do you keep doing music? Okay, I'm gonna give you the the schmaltzy answer, right? Like, the keep it funky, sentimental. Honest to God, dude, this is what I was put on this earth for, 100. percent There's nothing in my life other than my family, my kids, my wife, you know, that excite me or I just. Well, you know what I mean, man. Come on. <laughs> You're, you're I should have been the, first on that yeah. list, <laughs> dude. You're not. You don't even make the list because you are the end all, be all, the one above all. Come on, guy. Uh-huh. I just it's music is everything to me, man. Again, it's not. I've explained it to you before, but I don't think I've explained it here before. It's not something I can turn off and on. And when I say I don't have a choice, I don't. It's like, you know, you've stepped away for a little while and it's like you just said, if you're not having fun, you can turn it off. Like, I can't do that. Right. Whether it's, whether it's listening to music, playing music, writing music, it is my life. Like, it's everything that I love about life. And so I have to do it. So right. people ask me why, it's because this is my God-given ability. Man. This is what I'm here to do. It's, I love it. It's my only outlet. I'm a very shy person, you know what I mean? Like, this is how I speak. You know, that's... I love everything about music, all things music, listening, playing, writing. That's why I love so many genres of music, because I just, I love it. I'm, gen- I'm a musician to the core, music fan to the core. That's why. And not to mention, if, if somebody asked me in a snooty way, I'd say, because I can. Don't hate, but you can't, and I'd walk away. <laughs> That's a good point. And, yeah. and the reason why I ask is because, I mean, I have been asked that before. You know? um, yeah. And even when I take take a step away from projects, I still continue to I move on to another project. I don't just drop music entirely. I mean, I know there was a time where I did for a little while, um, yeah. where I just needed to just get out of the space. Um, but yeah, um, I guess my answer would be similar to yours. If somebody asked, um, it's just some people get addicted to uh, drugs to. Man, (laughs) I feel like I feel like music, making music, to be specific, is like it's an addiction. It's it's my addiction. Right. Um, Right. 
don't know. And then it's I, kind of I, like, like you said, like you have the ability, like it's, it's, it's not an ability. It's an ability that just doesn't happen overnight. You have to perfect that craft and you have to work on it and continue working on it. And you get better no matter how long you've been doing it. Yeah. And so it's kind of like to just give it up. Like I've known musicians that have actually been good musicians and they just stop playing and that I just don't understand. Yeah, dude, they sell all their shit. Like, dude, no, I'm telling you right now, I'm not going to let it happen. And I know you're going to fight me tooth and nail at some point, but God forbid, the day you tell me we're done, musically, not ever, our, we will never be divorced. I'm saying, like, when you tell me I'm done, I will for, what I'm trying to get at is I will forever be in bands. Right. I'm telling you, my, my next venture is a country band. After that, I am dying. I've Look, being a bass player, I love drums, right? I can play drums, but I am not a drummer, right? In that sense. <clears throat> I, dude, I want to be a drummer for a jazz band. I love jazz music. Miles Davis is amazing. But jazz is hard to play on drums. You got to be a I, really good drummer. Dude, duh. I'm going to be. I got good old Pepe that's going to teach me, my man. Stop <laughs> playing. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm with you. I think it's kind of like, uh, even if I was like, super super old and on the verge of being disabled i would still have to find a way to like pick up a musical instrument and just at least play it you know yeah yeah dude i can't again i cannot turn it off dude. like it for me music is 24 7 i'm telling you dude, like i have to listen to music while i'm working out while i'm showering while i'm cleaning the house while, like i just again i'm always searching for something new I, you know what i mean I, I just i just love it you know what i think about when i think about like somebody being old and making music one of the best songs ever and i know he didn't write it but dude i love johnny cash's cover of nine inch nails um Hurt. oh yeah dude stop it yeah oh, i couldn't agree more that was so good <coughs> yeah but that, that's the way i see myself though i see myself one day if i'm not a cyborg i'm gonna be a little old man making music you're going to be a cyborg, though, because we're both going to be cyborgs and live together forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always think about uh, how people used to call us grumpy old men, the movie, and oh, we, were yeah. like tw we were like 20 when they would tell us that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Dude, my thing is, like, speaking of old musicians, right? Like, and the, and the reason why I say I'm going to keep doing it, you know what really chaps my ass, man? Like, I need to find a platform for somebody to hear these words. People need to stop treating musicians like basketball players, football players, sports in general. This whole bullshit about how you can't either be famous or make a music career after a certain age because you're too old. The, the one amazing thing about music is creativity will never, ever stop until the day you die. Right. Literally. Yeah. Your creativity stops the day you die. Yep, that's true. People in their thirties, in their mid thirties, early forties, fuck, even fifties deserve to be heard. It's like you can't, you can't say, oh, "I'm not going to listen to your song because it's too old." Think about it. When you hear a song that you love for the first time, is the first thing that comes to your mind is, "Oh God, I wonder how old this person is." No, nobody gives a fuck. You fell in love with the song, yeah, right? Right. Like people need to cut that shit out. I'm tired. I, I don't know, man. Like. If I could find a microphone and a thousand people that would listen to me, that's the speech I would give because you need to give everybody a chance. Shitting on people because they've had one too many birthdays, that doesn't mean dick to yeah. songwriting. The song is still amazing. But you know, it's not as, um, it's not as, 
I guess, serious or um, as it was when we were younger? Because I remember when we were younger, the record labels, people in the industry were always like, come on, it's uh, time's the ticking, guys. You know, like you're already 21 years old. You're getting up there in age. And we were like, what the fuck? Like, seriously? Yeah. And, you know, I remember, uh, you know, being in my late 20s and thinking like, oh, that's it. My career's done. The best... uh, my best years are behind me, but now I don't see it that way. Now I just see it as like, and I think it's all about the mentality of the individual. Like with me, when I write music, I put music out there. I don't do it with the intent of like, Oh, I hope people like this or, um, yeah, we've had this conversation. Thank you. To me, it's just, Hey, it makes me happy. I feel good. I want to put it out there. If somebody likes it, great. If nobody likes it, oh well i can't force them at least i had fun and i enjoyed doing it you know what I'm saying? yeah yeah and I, I agree with you you and i've had this conversation before i no longer search for fame i would just love to make a living off of what i love that's it that's it i'm not asking for millions you know what i mean but i mean to me i, I again as, as cheesy and sappy as it sounds is the way i felt as a kid growing up fuck even now i still feel it that's how I want to make people feel with our music or my music, whatever you want to call it. Right. I want to impact people like that. That's what I want. Again, so it's not about the money. It's not about the glitz, the glamour. It's just, I would love to make somebody feel like that off of what we do. Right. That's, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I get you. All right. Um, final thoughts. Why, why on... are you making me all sad and shit, man? I'm supposed to have fun. Well, what you're you doing? At, you're at work. Of course you're sad. Yeah, that's true. What do you what do you have what do you have around you? A bunch of like generators and stuff? Uh at this power plant I have three turbines uh-huh. and at the far end of the, the uh, power plant I have a gas turbine. So you're doing yeah. this podcast in a location that's like the what what I imagine is like an action movie. You know how like there's this high speed chase and then they end up like in this weird like basement full of pipes and loud machines and they're like oh, yeah. they're trying to find each other it's exactly what it looks like yeah exactly somebody shoots a gun and then all of a sudden the pipe goes Psst. yeah and a bunch of steam comes out yeah, except yeah. you except you do that here on the first one to die yeah so okay just trying to get a visual of where you're at yeah it's kind of oh, yeah, cool. no no it's not no? Dude, I could die I could die at any given moment man what do you mean <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, that, that's more exciting than a boring office like I used to have. Uh, you know, it has its perks, but you know, you know we'll talk I, about that later. If, if I were you, you know what I'd be doing? What? I'd be like pushing my butt up against the vibration of the, the pipes and just filling it out, man. Dude, I've been here since 530. I've already done that twice. <laughs> 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 Oh, God, that's good stuff. That's how I start my nights, man. Come on. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Um, oh, is it cold down there? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, so I'm down, I'm, yeah, I'm out on the west side by the mountains. Yeah, it gets pretty pretty really? nipply out here. So, yeah. So you got shrinkage going on. Oh, dude, let me tell you, buddy. <laughs> you you would not even recognize it if I sent you a picture in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, plus it's dark too. It'd be like, what is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would There's need a man flashlight. Two, two raisins? Why are you sending me a picture of two raisins in the dark? 
<laughs> this fucking guy, two raisins in the dark. Why is he sending me this? What's he doing? <laughs> hey, that's the name of our first album right there. Two raisins two in the raisins dark. Two raisins in the dark. Yep. And the four the four of you heard it first, so you get the inside joke. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, it's Thanksgiving, so only three might actually listen to it. But, you know. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. That's fine. I'll, I'll settle for three. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so I know we're cutting this one a little short because obviously you yeah. know where you're at. So let's get into the yeah. thanks stuff. Do you want to go first? No, I want you to go first because <sighs> my answers my answers will change based off of your answers. Oh my if I don't God. like if I don't like what I hear, I'm gonna say eh. So I'm not thankful so, for so anything. So you're winging this willy nilly, dude. That's how feelings work. You might yeah. want to Google it. Google it sometime. That's true. But I sat there next to the fire with a pen on my <laughs> stomach with my feet up. <laughs> oh, those feet! Yes. <laughs> And I sat there, and I, I you had your you had your 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 head resting on your your hand, and your little pinky was ex- just going back and forth. Exactly, and I was twirling, Ponder, pondering thoughts, twirling my hair, and like just thinking about you, and yeah. So, uh, all right, I could I could I could smell you right now doing that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I just, I just all right, go. I wrote a little bit of uh, <coughs> a, a few things that I'm thankful for. for okay, wait. But here's the thing, though. Yeah, okay. So we're going to talk about in general what we're thankful for, but we want to be, you know, a little on the uh, on the weird side, and we want to talk about what we're thankful for about each other, right? That's what we said. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to get into the general stuff, but I want to get into what I'm thankful for about you first. Yeah. yeah. Besides, you know, the obvious. All right. So I'm thankful for your muscles. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm the only one who helps you move out of fucking nighty well, houses. Let me get there. I said, <laughs> I wrote because I don't have to show off, but at least I can say my BFF is buff. <laughs> and you're always there to help me lift things. Always. Always. You're the only person I know that a CNC machine comes in. I'm like, Adrian, it's 1,300 pounds. And you're like, yeah, we could do it. That's it? It's light. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to come here for a warm-up. <laughs> I'll hold the accessories while I watch. <laughs> All right. Thank you for being really ridiculously good-looking. That's you got to thank God on that one, my man. I had nothing. It's a God-given. What do you want me to do? <laughs> oh, I, I love this one right here. I want to thank you for making me look good by saying you like Limp Bizkit and Hocus Pocus. Got you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you for you know I'm gonna do like like you've ever seen when Jimmy Fallon does that when he goes thank you and then he starts (laughs) thank you for always being the person I think about when I'm on the toilet I don't know why that is but it's the truth and it's oddly comforting yes I mean no like like for reals I'm always like I'll be I'll be shatting (laughs) and I tell you what I'm fucking lit. I'm sitting there mid drop and I'm like, oh man, I don't know what Paul's doing right now. <laughs> or I'll come across the video and I'm like, you know what? It's quiet. I feel I feel cleared. I'm gonna call him real quick. The moment my stomach starts to hurt, I'm like, I miss Adrian. I don't know. <laughs> it's just the weirdest thing. Uh, Thank you for the electricity you generate at the power plant and and in the bedroom. Oh, Faye, man. I tell you what, not too many people get to feel that fire, but you're welcome. <laughs> oh, thank you for always having gum and sharing a piece with me. Right? Dude, so people don't know this, but dude, what? Like, 
I think for the last 20 years at least, anytime we see each other, one of my first questions is like, hey, you have any gum? I don't even know why I ask anymore because I know you always do. Yeah, it should just be, give me give me some gum. Yeah. Or but, just reach into my little pocket. Yeah. Dude, it's a, it's a, my mom and my dad, Hygiene is a big thing. I, I hate bad breath. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you always gotta exactly. be ready. You always gotta be ready. Right? Gotta be ready. Yeah. <sighs> I wish I could see your face for this next one. <laughs> <clears throat> Thank you for being a great stepdad to my kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. I was gonna thank you for being my kids' real dad. <laughs> Oh, that's another inside joke. Um, yeah, we'll get into that one later. All right, all right. Now I'm gonna get into the serious stuff to thank you for. Those were just the, the fun ones. Oh man, I thought that was real serious. Thank you. <laughs> no, that was serious, but you know they were also laughable. Yeah. All right. So seriously, thank you for taking my dad food when he was craving, uh, like this food that he was craving while in the hospital. So some people don't know you know a lot of people will say like yeah i'm gonna go visit your dad or um you know and nobody really ever does um adrian went to go visit and he even took my dad groceries i thought that was one of the most kind things and it was totally an adrian thing to do so thank you for that you're welcome and you even went as far as to buy him supplements for his chemo treatments which is pretty amazing yeah dude let me tell you let me tell you for people i mean i've known your dad as long as i've known you your dad has always been amazing to me right dude like he introduces me to some people as his son like he told the nurse there that i'm his other son i almost fucking cried yeah and then your dad and i always do without fail for years your dad's like my dad plain simple is what i'm trying to get it so there wasn't a thing in this world i would not do for him and that's what pissed me off that day dude because I, I went to see him twice yeah. the first day the first day, the lady came in and she was like, what do you want to eat? They get, they brought him some shit and like he just kept telling her. And he had this look on his face like, I just want something cold. And he kept going on and I, and I stopped the lady. I said, wait a minute. And I said, Mr. Ward, what do you want? Like something cold, something fresh? Anyway, long story short, he just wanted some green grapes. Yeah. And this lady was fucking blowing him off. And I stopped and I said, hey, can I bring him food? And she was like, yeah, go ahead. I said, all right, fine. I said, don't worry about it. I got you. I'll bring it tomorrow. That lady was making me mad. Dude. Yeah. Fucking mad. Yeah. No, I appreciate that. That was really awesome. Oh, um, dude. I, I love your dad so much, and there's not a thing in this world I wouldn't do for him. Um, thank you for knowing how to deal with me and always oh. knowing what to say. And so, um, yeah, for a lot of people don't realize there's <laughs> only less than a handful of people that can deal with me in this world. Um, and I don't know if anybody can deal with me as good as you do. You want to know what it is? What? Because I know at any given moment I'm going to knock you the fuck out so you can stop. <laughs> so you can stop talking. <laughs> uh, I, I know I can be difficult, but um, but yeah, you're really good at at uh, at dealing with all that. Um. And I think a lot of that is because you're just, you're one of the few people that are brutally honest with me, but you know how to say it to not piss me off. Well, I'm trying not to piss you off because then I don't want you to start with, I'm not going to talk to this fucker anymore. 26 years means nothing to me. I'm out. <laughs> I would never, I could never do that. Well, unless, I'll tell you what. Unless, I'll tell you to try. I'll tell you what. Unless 
fucking Tony over there. <laughs> no, come on. Um, no, but uh, that's pretty much it. Just you know, thank you for being you. I am very thankful. I'm not a like I said a religious person, and so Thanksgiving to me is different than like I don't know. Is it even a religious holiday, or it's kind of sort of? No, I don't, I don't know. dude, it's, it's the day that it's the day the pilgrims killed my people. What do you mean? This is nothing I religious know, about this. But what I, I I went to Catholic school, and it, they would make this big thing about it, no. where it was like it was based in religion, and you got to be thank the Lord and blah 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 and and i don't know so for me it's just about like being thankful for um yeah for what you have you know i mean i i i I reflect and i'm thankful all the time i don't know why again that's one thing i hate about holidays like valentine's day for example um that people wait for that one day to to do certain things um and thanksgiving is a what I love about Thanksgiving is that family normally typically comes together, you know, uh, which, you know, it's going to be a little bit difficult this year and it's been difficult because of the pandemic and stuff. But, um, but anyways, you know, I like to reflect and be thankful on a regular basis, not just on one single day. So, um, but yeah, I'm very thankful for you and, um, thankful for, um, kind of just the people around me, I think is the most important thing for me. Um, yeah, like my wife, because I know my wife will be upset if I don't mention her. <clears throat> um, even though she doesn't, she's freaking weird, man. Her family never celebrates Thanksgiving or Christmas. It's the yeah, yeah. wow. I know, wow. Yeah, I knew, I knew, I knew about Thanksgiving, but I didn't know like nothing at Christmas. So Christmas is another day to y'all. Yeah. You yeah. just broke. You just broke this heart, my man. You're you're fucking you're fucking hurting feelings over here, man. I know, and it's difficult for me because, you know, I'm a Christmas guy. I love that stuff, dude. So, that's that's why I'm like, what? She. I know you love Christmas. I got ragged on so hard because so. Uh, just a little bit of context, you know, my, my mom obviously she when you know she passed. Her home is still here. We're cleaning up her home. We're getting things together. Anyways, my mom was a big Christmas person. My grandfather who. I love to death uh, was a big Christmas person. And so when I was a kid, my grandfather would set up this little um, Christmas town. Well, long story short, I went to my mom's house this last weekend. I got everything from the town and I came and I set it up. And even though I wasn't feeling the Christmas spirit or the holiday spirit, I set it up to kind of give myself that feeling. And uh, it did give me that feeling. But yeah, I got ragged on pretty hard for a little while there for um, because her and her family find it to be very odd that I like to do little things like that. Dude, that's wow, man. That's like the best part, dude. Is <laughs> uh, dude, uh, you and I are. I I love holidays, dude. You should see my house. Well, not you because you've seen it, but Halloween, fucking yeah, I'm Chris, there every Christmas, time you're at work. dude. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it, you are taking care of my kids, man. <laughs> See, that's another thing I love about you. Anybody else, I'm kicking you in the fucking mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow, that's that's crazy, man. Like, I didn't know Christmas was that deep. Like, I thought, now why do you decorate? Like, you guys have a Christmas tree, and you got that cute Santa Claus. I forced her to do it. Oh, man, Danny and I, we got to have a talk, man. Yeah, her her family's, they, they never even would put up a Christmas tree or anything. So, yeah. I can't. I can't. Podcast is over. I can't. Although, I gotta say, like, her parents are in Cancun this week, I think. 
which is pretty yeah. aw- that's a pretty awesome thing to do also so. gross who wants to be hot when it's <laughs> supposed to be cold <laughs> that's true <laughs> ew dude stop it <laughs> uh, i think we're just old school like that i think uh you know that traditional like she didn't understand like i was like okay look ho- christmas decoration needs to be like the more old school it is like the older it is the cooler it is like the yes, old like santa claus like the you know um yeah colorful vibrant yeah and yeah she, amen she, dude. and she's she's sending me videos of like people painting their nutcrackers all black and i'm like well i mean yes. kind of cool too but whatever it's not it's blasphemous well you're gonna you're gonna hang a christmas tree from the roof now upside down like all these hibbity dibbity people <laughs> Uh, uh, that's actually kind of cool. Actually, people should see Eric's uh, Christmas tree. Oh His yeah, full like, of de- full of devils and headless Jesus. No, thank you. Yeah, it's like all black. I think they painted it black, and then like the topping is a is a black skull. Yeah. And if you go to Eric's house, it's Halloween three hundred and sixty five days a year. Just yeah, know. it is. Yeah, but uh, which is fine. I I love Halloween, but I don't know. I love you, Eric. But dang. So, anyways, uh now we'll move on to you but uh i think yeah you should have a talk with uh daniela there and and i mean it's not gonna it's not gonna change her mind there but uh you know let let her know that it's not just me so when she grew up what do you mean send her the show her the picture i sent you yesterday in my house like you got me in the mood that's true so i always get you in the mood yeah you do (laughs) (laughs) so even like as a kid she didn't celebrate christmas like santa claus never existed to her pretty much i will be a son of a bitch wow yeah holy shit yeah i mean they exchange gifts but their way of exchanging gifts is so freaking weird like two weeks before it's like what do you want oh i want this okay and then that's what they do like oh here you go i got you what you asked for thanks now was she was she opposed like uh uh, just one year, right? What do you lose? A couple of weeks? Uh, uh, an old-fashioned style Christmas, like, you guys buy gifts, you wrap them up, like, hell, what's it all, a Christmas party? Like, nothing, like, nothing. She, was she opposed to that? No, I think she'd go for it. I think she'd, she'd grin and bear it. But we get each other weird gifts. Like, we get each other, like, gifts, like, trips to places. Wait, you know what I just realized? We're jumping, man. This this is a Christmas conversation. Oh, it's not even true. December yet. Yeah, that's true. But it's Damn it. a holiday conversation, though. Yeah, that's true. But we we'll, we'll still do a Christmas one. But yeah, I'm still thankful for her, even though she's not getting me into the holiday spirit. No, you come to my house all day long, buddy. You want that spirit? I tell you what, at my house, it smells like Christmas. There's a fucking Christmas movie on every day. I'm talking like Home Alone, Christmas Story. Uh, Grinch, like I, I put it in the mood hard, man. All of us do. And that's what I told the kids. I was like, "You guys want your dad to decorate for Christmas?" And they were like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Don't worry, I got it covered." And then uh, I sent you that picture, and then you decorated, dude. Yeah. Oh wait, now I get it, you dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about your kids. Nah. I was like, "What?" <laughs> oh, you dickhead. <laughs> No wonder Aiden was like, Dad, you got to do me a favor, man. We need to start decorating. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. All right, your turn. 
my turn yeah that's a great conversation we're, we're gonna circle back to that yeah we are for our christmas one and i tell you what danny d and i need to have a conversation wow i agree so back to the spirit of thanksgiving out of the plethora of things that i have to be thankful for for you i'm gonna start on the top right <laughs> you I always think, do I think, <laughs> I want to thank God for I'm thankful for those miraculous pinkies, man. I tell you what, I think I think like you and I have spoke about doing pictures for the podcast and making like our official picture or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I, if we could, if we just did a picture of your hands, I'd totally be cool with it. <laughs> <laughs> So it's because it's it's it you're it like does this bendy thing where it's never fully aligned with the other fingers it's because you, my my pinkies don't match and they're crooked. I know, man. But you talk with your pinkies like when you get excited, you do this thing where like your three fingers fold in, your thumb kind of sticks out, and you like fucking almost jab me in the eye with that <laughs> pinky. Like look, those those pinkies are on fire, dude. Every time you get excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be excited and don't realize how excited I am, and then you're yeah. That's what you always tell me. Is, Damn, those pinkies are on fire. And yeah, exactly. I'm like, whoa, you, hey man, you're gonna take an eye out with those <laughs> motherfuckers. You need to calm down. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, thankful for your beautiful smile. I'm thankful for your beard, right? And another thing, you know, I do because it's fucking contagious. Thankful for your laughs. It, it, I don't care if it's something dumb or you and I are completely separate ends of the room and somebody else makes you laugh and I hear it, I start laughing out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, I get the same thing with you. I, uh, so those are my, my, my quirky ones, right? Yeah. But the, the real shit, you know, I'm thankful for... Uh, the real shat. The real shat. Coming back, the real shat. Honestly, man, you like not a lot of people know the crazy in me, right? And right. I'm thankful that you, like you said, you put up with me. I mean, look, I put up more than with you more than you put up with me. But the the little shit that you do have to put up with, you put up with it, right? Like, yeah. I love how uh, like you just you just calm me down, man. Like I just love you as a person. Right, like the person you are, I just love wholeheartedly. I love your passion. I love your go-getter attitude. Right? Yeah. You're. I love. I'm thankful for your heart, dude. You've got like, even though, that's why I always, I always give you shit and I call you out on it because I know, I and like maybe three other people in this world have seen that heart, in full effect. Yeah. That's why. I don't try pushing it because I don't want to, you know, I'm kind of stingy about it and I get jealous. So I'm cool with keeping it under wraps, but you have an amazing heart, man. You really do. I appreciate that. I'm thankful for all the, uh, you and I have been through a lot together, a lot. Yeah. And the fact that, that we are still together. I saw, I saw something the other day and you sent me, you sent me something about it too, where, um, studies show that if a friendship lasts longer than like seven years or some shit dude we've been together 26 years yeah. without a break without a break nobody knows that you and i have have had a we've we've tiffed before but it's like we always know that it's just tomorrow's a different day and that shit's gone right. you know what i mean exactly and that, and that goes back to your big heart you know what i mean i'm um i'm thankful for your love of cheese and mayonnaise because I hated, I hated 
<laughs> Even though not so much anymore. Yeah. I, I'm 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 thankful for to be quite honest with you, man, the heart thing is what really, really gets me, right? Like, yes, I'm thankful for, like I said, you're, you're a very am, um, ambitious person, right? And I'm thankful for that because you, a lot of ways, help me get my shit together. Because I get real lazy about shit, dude. It's like, I'm like, you know, I can do it tomorrow, right? Yeah. But you like, you like to push, you like to push to a degree, right? You don't necessarily push it on me but just seeing your ambition you know what i mean right i'm, I'm thankful for um cir- circling back to the heart dude it's it's really what got me you know and when we were kids and growing up and you and i you guys took me in that, and that that's what i love that's what i love about the wars right and i don't, I don't want to get too you know sentimental or crazy but my my home life is but you and i both come from rough home lives I, I would say right we right. were left alone yep. and you know you guys took me in and it's just like it's just testament to who you are as a person right because your whole family is just fucking amazing dude from from Mama to your dad to Eric to Jason Amanda like I just I just love your family right and to me I'm thankful for the fact on how warm you are you're such a warm person right like only a few people in this world make me feel very comfortable without saying anything, right? Right. And I'm and I'm thankful for that you're that person for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm thankful for your musical ability, obviously, because you're my musical soulmate. Right? Yeah. You don't want to agree to that or what? No, of course. Yeah, I'll, I'll, put I the, do. I'll put the band I mean, right I, now, man. I think you're, I'm your soulmate in general, but I agree. Well, dude, can I can I finish? And, and real quick, I don't know about throwing Jason in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me, me date. I love me date. Yeah, I'm thankful for your sense of humor. I'm thankful for... <clears throat> honestly, dude, you are one of the only... You and, and Gussie are like the only people that can really make me laugh. I'm thankful... You know, the biggest thing is I'm thankful that you get me. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like... Not a lot of people get me, right. and you—you you didn't even have to try. I could totally. I'm see thankful. That. And then going back, going back to to the big heart thing, and I'm going to keep focusing on that because that's just one of my favorite things about you. Right? You have this exterior. You have this this. Uh, I'm not going to call it a facade because it's real. It's real, real life, right? But you have this exterior about you where you know you look a little standoffish to people, but again. People have not, not many people have broke these walls down. Right. Right. And I just love your warmth, dude. And I'm saying, I keep saying that I love. I'm supposed to be saying I'm thankful for. Um, I'm just thankful for you, man. I'm thankful for you being in my life. Like, I honestly would not know what my life would look like without you. And I don't want to. You know, I'm thankful. Um, like I said, you've put, you, you put up with me, right? And, a lot of people would have would have would have walked away. My life is built on people walking away, right. with the except with the exception of you and Dina. Mm-hmm. Only two people in my life that have never walked away from me. Right, and I love and I love that, and I thank you for that. You know what I mean? That's awesome. I know at times it seems like, like I said, I'm lazy, man. Like, and it's not it's not a lazy, and I don't want to do it. It's a 
I know we can do it and knock it out fast. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And I just get like, eh. I get complacent. You know what I mean? Right. You could have, you could have dropped me like a, not friendship wise, right? Because I can't say like our like our music stuff and you know the things we have. Like yeah, you could still be like, dude, fuck off, and I'm still gonna be your friend. But yeah, even that, even that, you have it right because right. I won't let you. Right. I won't let you. Right? You know what I mean? But yeah, man, I'm thankful for all of our experiences. You know, I'm thankful for all of our good times, our bad times. You know, again, we we are few, one of like few people or couples, right? I've always told you. This is a relationship, even though we're two men, but it's still a relationship, and, and we manage we manage it as such. But dude, I can't I can I can't even tell you an argument that we've had. Right. Yeah. I can't. Like I know there's times you you know you drop me with some stuff, and I'm like, this bitch will be over tomorrow. I'm not even going to entertain it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just I, I we have not, dude. We fucking have not. It's and it's I love it, dude. I'm thankful. I'm thankful for you. Period wholeheartedly thank you for everything everything awesome and I, I tell you all the time I mean I do every I do monthly check-ins and I tell you or you know every two three months thank you for being my brother I love you and and I don't ever say that loosely I, and I know I think you know that I don't call you my brother just because like, you are my brother right wholeheartedly you are the world to me and I thank you for everything you've done for me and I thank you for what we're going to continue to do together right mm -hmm. thank you for being with me man that's it don't don't leave me i will fuck you up way to one up me adrian i'll tell you what dude <laughs> don't leave me I, I i will slit throats quick oh that's your new best that's your new best friend and in other news so-and-so goes missing today yeah <laughs> Hey, let me tell you what. I got a knife and I work at a power plant. I'm surrounded <laughs> by chemi chemicals and high steam. Your body will disappear fast, buddy. And, and, and on that note, 26 years and pinkies, you don't got shit on me, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Hey, you, you call other people your best friends more than I have. I don't think I've ever said that, you yeah, whore. But, but I only do you're it. You're a whore, Peter. Because I, I love the way you, you get... You get upset. I love that look. It's it's great. It's worth it every time. I don't get upset. You want to know why? Because you will fuck. You will fucking be back, dude. <laughs> look, once once your honeymoon phase is over, you will come a running, dude. Actually, it's funny. Run it's funny you say that because every time I've 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 gotten a new friend, that always happens, right? You're like, well, what happened to your best your new best friend? I'm like, oh, he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and I'll be like, and who's still standing in front of you? Yeah. Yep recognize well okay. i appreciate you batch i appreciate all of that um it's good to get that stuff out it is because you're not very sentimental like that no not at all i would do it more often if you were receptive to it but right. you're not so go fuck yourself <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it's nice it's nice to to hear every once in a while look let's keep it funky and i'm sure danny and well not eric eric's colder than you are you know these things from me because right. i make it a point to in action show you how much i love you right when you say it like what we just had today i'm i'm like a, i'm like a, a teenage girl on cloud nine I'm like oh he loves me he really <laughs> loves me <laughs> i'm gonna be thinking about this shit all week long man and it's all recorded it is dude i'm gonna need a copy of this one <laughs>
when you'd be like, I don't fear an asshole and be like, really, motherfucker? Because last week on minute 45, you told me you love me and you'll never leave me. Fuck you. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Batch. Well, um, yeah. your 15-minute break turned into a 75-minute break. So It sure did. And I hope, uh, <laughs> hope El Paso still has electricity. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, it's great. Uh again, thank you. I love you. I love everybody. Um Ditto. Ho- hopefully uh Fuck, I lost track of thought. I tell you, I keep I keep thinking about those words, man. I don't I don't remember the last time you've been this nice to me. Because uh, it's, it's late, Adrian. It's midnight. Uh here come the fucking excuses. I had nine beers earlier. <laughs> I, I, I fucking I'm on I ate a lot of carbs and I actually had meat today and, and then tomorrow tomorrow I'm going to get all these fucking hate messages and be like damn it. And then yeah, shit wasn't going to last. <laughs> Got to keep it keep it real. I know, but deep down look, you've already said it. It's already out there. So it doesn't phase me. So mean to me going forward, and be like, yeah, right. When you hear, when you hear that podcast, you're gonna there's gonna be a huge chunk cut out. You're gonna be like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you tell me thank you for stuff, Paul? Oh, well, right. I, don't know, I don't know what you're talking about. I thought I forgot. Honestly, you know what? This podcast is more for us than anybody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, exactly. I bet you people tune out a long time. The yeah. two and a half of you that are left. I'm sorry. <laughs> two and a half. <laughs> the one of you. The one of yeah. you left. Hi, Jason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, me date. Oh, that's hilarious. Should I, should I take off my shirt? Or... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, we gotta tell that story one day. Oh, dude, we will. As a matter of fact, the other day, one well, as a few months ago, he texted me, and we were just bullshit. And he was like, "I bet you still have those pictures in your garage, huh?" <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Yeah, we gotta talk on that one, man. Yeah. But yeah, I gotta get back to uh, producing electricity. All right, bench. Well, it was fun. Everybody, yeah, thank you for listening again. The chat, more to come. Mannequin Pussy is the band of the day. Go check them out. Um, we're not going to... This is our last one before Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Hopefully you're just as thankful as we are. And you guys have loved ones and an amazing day. Full bellies. And Tony, stop, stop Googling weird shit and finding those kinds of bands. <laughs> Dude, yeah. you, you, I've sent them to you months ago and oh, you really? refuse. Oh, wow. Oh, sweet Jesus and Mother Mary. Uh, you know what? I'm done. Uh, happy, Dude, uh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yes. Till next time. All right. Bye. Bye.